Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your city upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is the Grace for This City podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we're helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you can get out there and get some stuff done for your king. King Jesus, that is. Hallelujah. And so, listen, friend, do not delay. Accept Jesus Christ today. If you've not accepted him, yeah, I'm telling you, he's got a great plan for you. Hallelujah. So reach out to somebody. If you need to reach out to us, you can do that, and we'd love to lead you to Jesus. If not, I'm sure there's somebody real close by that will help you out. Anyways, hey, thank you for tuning in. We've got a great show today. I'm joined in the studio by some great guys. Hallelujah. Give it up for my good friends, Matt Furry. What up? And Jared Hull. Thank you. Hey, if you're not saved, just hang on. You'll think we're funny, and you'll eventually uh. think what we're saying is maybe true. So just hang on, listen. People who aren't saved are my favorite, so... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't Typically. don't tune us out. Yeah, don't tune me out. We're cool. Praise the Lord. Well, we've we've already had a grand time and <laughs> almost didn't make it through my intro. I just about busted out laughing. But anyways, it's good to have some crazy friends. Yeah. yeah you, you know what they say? Everybody needs at least four crazy friends. Mm-hmm. And I would say y'all would probably represent two <laughs> two two crazies. Or we Jesus. two of us equals four of normal. Yeah, yeah right, right. Little overload but yeah hallelujah i love it well guys thank you for jumping on here on the uh podcast we've had you both on here mm-hmm. before and some of our more popular episodes i want to say thank you for helping us hey, out hallelujah God. miller to download yeah numbers? some some okay. some heavyweights all right have you been on together no no this is the first time you guys uh, have been on well we're, we've talked about we're actually before. friends yeah in real life yeah at least when people are looking yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it, guys. Uh, you know, and, you know, beyond the fact that I just like y'all as people, but, I mean, y'all are, um, y'all y'all really have it going on, and you really do love the Lord, don't Absolutely. you, Absolutely. <laughs> I do. I do. You do. Yeah. And, and Jared does. He's trying to get something out of you. <laughs> say something. Give him something. All right, I'll say something. Here we go. So we were talking about before, uh, you know, we've all got family, you know, kids, businesses, things going on. Yeah. And I really like uh, Jared's been on before about talking about, you know, tending all these different gardens in your life and uh, that the weight of that very subtly can creep in. And you're like, right. man, where did, where did my joy go? Right. Um, the pressures of life. And I was thinking about this earlier. I've been having the opportunity to minister at the prison in Little Rock. And Oh, yeah. Uh, How long have you been doing that? Uh, this would be my second time to go back on the 25th cool. of this month. And, dude, it's so powerful. But... Uh, one of the things the coordinator said to him, he's like, he's like, dude, everybody that comes in here preaches the salvation message. He's like, everybody's getting them saved over and over and over. He said, uh, okay. well, what happens is they wow. get out. And like while they're in there, they're kind of like in a cocoon. And, and it's like this program they have in Little Rock is really awesome, but they're in a cocoon and like they're not having to worry about paying the electric bill. They're not having to worry about paying the water, like the water bill. And so they're just being able to feed on the word and things like this. Well, yeah. like they've already accepted Jesus, but that one of the things that lands on a lot of them back in there is not knowing that that same faith that they use to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior is like the same faith and leading that can lead them to the right job, to the right people, to the right friends, like what we guys have that can hold them accountable. And he was saying that, like, look, man, it's got to go way deeper than just salvation. It's got to, like, penetrate their heart and their families when they right. get out so that because uh, this is a reentry program we've been okay. you know, able to minister at. And so, like, that just really hit me at, at, at me. I'm like, you know what? Um, that just shows you the importance of, like, man, you, you can say, like, yes to Jesus and stuff, but if you don't start applying that same faith in all these other areas and wow. these other gardens, like what Jared was talking about before, that can really start to, like, chip away at, at, your, at your heart. I, <clears throat> I've seen that same problem uh, with I was in, like, a Bible school internship deal where you're, you're in it 365 for years or a year, whatever you – that you would commit to. And what would happen was I asked one of the leaders, I was like, what's your number one suggestion? He's like, schedule, 
schedule yourself because when we're there you eat there you sleep there mm -hmm. you have your devotions by leaders there mm -hmm. and, and you get on fire because you're around other people on fire mm -hmm. but when you leave it's like a huge withdrawal yeah and then you're like feel empty and stuff and mm -hmm. there's like schedule set yourself a schedule and then be consistent but what i what i was watching and then there's like a there's like a 50 percent where i would see someone continuing doing it on and others would get burnt out and offended or whatever what i noticed was to be intentional to to like create roots to draw the roots deep roots into god and whatever that salvation experience but then continue those roots in the ground mm -hmm. by by not like leaning on others to have you do it mm -hmm. but like doing it yourself mm -hmm. and those who did that and that pressed in for themselves when they got mm -hmm. out they just mm -hmm. continued pressing in for themselves but if you're used mm -hmm. to being spoon fed oh, you're wow. gonna drop and and uh, mm -hmm. i was just mm -hmm. talking with my co cousin cody uh, Cody O about it. Cody O. I have a couple of Cody's in my life. We distinct them between their last initial of their name. But anyways, we're talking about like, there's so many, um, I'm not hating on you believers. I love you guys, but there's a lot in the church where it's like, you get your initial salvation and their soul and their spirits saved, but their soul is like a baby. Mm -hmm. Wow. Their soul's a baby. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. their feelings or emotions, the way they think and the way they act, <clears throat> clicking all this. But mm -hmm. then I'm in the ministry in business in our business and working in, <clears throat> with Rebecca's business in our community, the leaders aren't Holy Ghost filled and some, most are believers, but their souls are sharp. The ones that are mm. effective in business, but their spirit man might not be like as aware of faith things, but oh. their, their souls are sharp yeah. and they don't, and they deal with the same leadership stuff we deal in church and they're able to deal with it, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's wow. like being able to, I don't know if that's connected to that, mm -hmm. but it's a development mm -hmm. of their complete man, spirit, soul, and body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So anyways, it's like drawing in those roots. Cause if you're do, if someone's doing it for you, you don't have to, Mm -hmm. You know, you know, when you get roots, do you know, we're the best, you know, we're going to reference wine because it's referenced in the Bible, but you know, where the, the roots, the wine, the best ones, it's when the ground's hard and those roots have to go past the rocks into the soil, you oh, know, and so sure. we're getting into sure. tested faith and everything. But those wow. are the times that you, nice those are the opportunities to press in to really have mm -hmm. a real encounter with God. It's the most uncomfortable times physically or challenging. Those are the best times to create those opportunities to create depth with God. Mm -hmm. wow. They also stink. Oh, yeah, sure. Flesh. Yeah, that's difficult. So, but anyways. No, yeah. man, th th that's the, the, for me, man, it's been to really see God move is to maintain that in your everyday life, to maintain that peace, to maintain that, like, that ongoing conversation between grace and faith every day with God as you go. And that's where I feel mm -hmm. like the real, um, uh, the challenges sometimes. Uh, I know, like uh, last summer, uh, my, our daughter Madison, she goes to church camp for a week, and when she got back this last year, it was just such a heavy presence of God. Man, it was so good and everything. When she get back, she's like, she's missing it. And she's, uh, you know, she's she was crying. She was talking to us. She's like, why can't every day be like there? Right. I'm like, babe, you went to get you went to get charged up. This is life. Yeah, right. Like stir yourself up. Yeah, <laughs> but no, but I'm seeing that yeah. same yeah. thing in because there's a lot of help at in those environments. Oh, well, even for conferences well, for like well, that's adults. why we need that. that well, because yeah. they got up, they did Bible study, then it worship. Yeah. All yeah. day was uh, uh was revolved around the presence of God and these, meditating. Yeah, and these Christian based prison programs are that way too. But right. the director of it was like, he's saying, he's like, man, it's a bubble. So we're endeavoring to teach them to walk and be led by Holy Spirit as a son of God. And the, like what Jared was saying, the not so fun parts of it are when you actually get to demonstrate yeah, yeah, yeah. what you've been learning with your relationship with God. When it's not fun, like just yeah. I'm not wow. saying it's not fun, man. I have fun with my life, but uh, what are what is faith for? It, it's to use against circumstances that say that certain things are not going to be mm -hmm. a way in your life, and you say no. The blessing of God says this is going to be that way. So there's a resistance. Mm -hmm there yeah and you have to face what, that and overcome it absolutely yeah. and that's why you live life the greater the opportunity this is a biblical principle the greater the opportunity god gives us the greater the opposition so yeah. so wow. so usually when you come out of a fiery conference and stuff you're going to go back into real life and then their god god's going to have these opportunities that are going to look and feel boring or lame or monotonous or mm -hmm. challenging mm -hmm. or a, mm -hmm. a goliath type situation yeah and those are the moments you have to be able to stir yourself up mm -hmm. yeah. you know when you can do that mm -hmm. you can be self-sustaining in growth with god but like it's huh. it's through those those challenges, those oppositions. That's when you have to apply that extra energy. But then be able to do that when you don't feel it. 
That mm-hmm. thing, that's that stinks. Mm-hmm. But you can stir yourself up. Yeah. According mm-hmm. to Ephesians five. Yeah. That's what the Lord told me when I was going through this situation. It was like worst deal in my life. It was either I was telling God what what I needed. I need you to work with me here. When in reality, I needed to work with Him. But He told me um, to know His will. Because mm. I was like, do I do I stay here? Do I go do this job or whatever? And it was horrible. I hated everything. And he literally spoke to me. I went. I went into all this with your last podcast. I don't know number three thousand and four. I think something. I'm like kidding. That, yeah. But he said, "No, look, my will." Look he for the one me with Ephesians the most downloads. 5:15. He showed me. Yeah, okay, I'm pure. Show me Ephesians five fifteen. It says, "Know God's will," so we can know no, His will. You can know His will. Yeah. And His will is to be consistently filled with Spirit. That's your number one garden mm. to tend wow. to yourself. Mm-hmm. Is wow. stay filled with the Spirit. You can yeah. redeem lost time. You can make most of the time ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stay filled. So it doesn't mean, you know, go to this job or do that or tend this. Tend yourself and being filled in the spirit. And that's what your daughter mm-hmm. was having to learn. Like, she needs to do that by yeah. herself. Yeah. And then you can get that. Oh, and now I feel good. That'll happen. But mm-hmm. that, that's. But when you go to these with everyone else, I'm, I'm vibing. I'm getting excited. Yeah. And we can't forsake the assembly. That's why we yeah. need it. But that's not every day. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. where you get growth. Mm-hmm. Like consistently right. growth, you know, yeah. where you see the mm. people on the stage and stuff and you're like, wow, they're not getting the, that place because of their conference encounters with believers. They're getting that place because of their prayer closet yeah. and being the moms and dads and they're tending their gardens, home ministry and business gardens, yeah, doing those consistently. And they're be, now they're yeah. in a place where they're spotlighted. That's all they are. Yeah. It's because they did it when no one else cared what they're doing. People get there because behind the scenes, they're not letting the sun go down on their wrath. Come on. You know, behind the, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, that, what I'm talking about is like beyond the, and hey, I love camps, conferences. Uh, they are a part mm-hmm. of it. I love it. Yeah. But what, and I don't, I don't want to put words in, but, but this guy's saying, look, like these guys in the prison or, or even, you know, like in summer camps, cause you know, we'd youth pastor for years and years and years. And so we totally utilize that as a means to capture their attention and to draw them in. But where we saw a lot of people fall off was, that first time they got offended mm-hmm. or the first time that the flesh, they realized, wow, in this moment, like this guy was saying with these prisoners, mm-hmm. they're in this bubble. Mm-hmm. They haven't really faced um, opposition yet. They haven't faced the enemy trying to rob yep. them of a yep. job or trying to yep. rob or tempt them back to doing yep. something stupid or mm-hmm. somebody coming up and making fun of them or mocking them and stirs up that anger mm-hmm. where they used to beat them down, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a street scrap. Yep. And now the word of the Lord saying, love that brother. And they're, mm-hmm. they're in this soul wrestle now. Mm-hmm. Is the spirit going to dominate? Mm-hmm. You've been in this bubble. It's been Come easy. On. You know, because everybody here is a believer. And like at summer camp, everybody, you know, er- everybody's excited. Yeah. But what happens the first week or the second week or even a month later, you get home and all of a sudden you're faced with your soul needing to be saved. Remember James says, uh, for the saving of the, of the soul by the implanting of the word mm-hmm. where kind of the rubber meets the road. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I've got to forgive now. I've got to obey my parents. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Yep. So, and some of this we're kind of talking about uh, maybe a technical term that these guys need in particularly and my, my own children, right? Like I'm considering this, like we're training them spiritually, but there's a technical term called emotional quotient. Like there, that's that's the soul. What is that again? Emotional what? Uh, it's EQ. It's emotional quotient. That's cool. There's IQ. There's there's an intelligence based development, but then there's a soul development that's where cool. you're. It's self control. It's the fruits of the mm-hmm. spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Developing that. Yeah, you can pray in tongues and prophesy, but do you have self control? Yeah. Okay, you can get up and preach, but do yeah, you? Right. Are you gentle? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Do you lose it when, you know, something love. doesn't go love. your way? Lo- yeah, love. Do, do you love? Do you the forgive? love is shed abroad in your heart, not just soul mm-hmm. love. Love shed, mm-hmm. shed abroad in your heart through Christ, by Christ, through the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that yeah, love. yeah. It's not a soul love. That love. It's, it's well, not a love that says, well, if you do something good to me, then Because I'll love everything you. in that camp experience or having the people around you, that's fun and feels good. But really, it's funny, this whole process, we're talking about it. That initiation and you're you're vibing with your homies and your Bible study and then someone's preaching for you and you're excited and I'm with my crew but then you go home and you think that's disconnected it's not it's totally connected yeah. you just had your boot camp now you got your first day of real world mm-hmm. training yeah and mm-hmm. that's what that's for instead of seeing it as yeah. oh I'm missing I wish I was there no this is the progression well, of your Christian walk Jared worked out with me this morning yeah I did. well that made it easier mm-hmm. oh that's good 
mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he may not be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And so, like in these, I bubbles, would if you asked. <laughs> in these bubbles, these guys, and this is good. This is needed. Mm-hmm. This is needed. Yeah. All, all of these recovery programs, like yeah. even Teen Challenge, yeah, absolutely, it, it's all group. Be, because mm-hmm. there is a, um, what's the word? There is a synergy, uh, and there is an there is an available discipline because of a group setting. Mm-hmm. This is why I love summer camps mm-hmm. because it really does. I mean, it, it it makes it easier to draw attention to, and man, God can do phenomenal things in those moments. But like this guy saying, it's like these guys have heard salvation message, salvation message. Now they need to go like Hebrew six. They need to start building on that now. Well, what do you build on that? You you begin developing the fruits of the spirit. You begin de- uh, disciplining the physical body. These guys need to hold down a job. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they need some concepts. I'm so um, man. I'm really am glad, and I want you to maybe speak into this. I'm so glad they invited you uh, to kind of speak a little bit. Maybe it's not that you didn't do a salvation message, but to bring in some other perspective, give them some vision about. What are you going to do when you get out of here? You know, I was thinking of the scripture here. Uh, this is Ephesians 4, 28. It says, let him who still, still no longer, but instead do something good with his hands that he may have something to give. That That's the next step after salvation. Now, mm-hmm. now let's shift your life around. Come on. Here's what you were doing. Here's where you were tempted, weak, undisciplined, et cetera. Now let's start developing a strength yeah. in you. Mm-hmm. Well, think about this. They grow up, maybe their their parents are not in the home. And and what's cool about this is before I went, I was seeking God about, what do I talk about? I've never done anything like this. Man, it was just Holy Spirit that had created this whole opportunity to go anyway. They just won't let anybody in there, and it's through a different, you know, ministry. And they, you know, reach out to me. He's like, man, I want you to come speak. And so— What an honor, man. Um, wow, dude. The Lord told me, talk about how to make money legally. Oh, and I, thought, I love it. That's going to be offensive. That's smart. But it wasn't, it. dude, because I was like, guys, you can love God. That's good. I said, but God wants you to know today that he can lead you in a way to make money legally when you get out of here. And think about this. Proverbs Man. talks about knowledge and wisdom. Wow. Hey, we if may need to do gaining, a podcast on that. How to make money legally. If they're knowledge in there, the whole time in, they're in there, they For need sure. wisdom. Knowledge that is knowing wisdom. what to do. Yeah. Wisdom is knowing how to do it. You know, I spent two years in trade school and high school learning how to weld. This guy was grade A blue chip welder. If I don't <laughs> let him play you down, he was big he money. was hired from so, all the big oh, schools. Dude. But y'all were making money hand over fist, yeah, bro. I was a welder. Yeah, but the thing is, is I gained knowledge for two years, and we're talking about church camps, what we go and to church money. for. <laughs> but then when I graduated and I got my first job, it was time to I needed to use the knowledge that I'd gained, but now it's time to apply that to actually see fruit in my life. Yeah. So wait, 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 hey, and no, and all jokes aside, welding is a legitimate um, career. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying he's legit. Yeah, he's just well. He's like one of the best. This yeah, I, I mean, the Lord led you on to something else, but like, like there needs to be more welders. Absolutely, you know and what I mean. We put a significance as believers on certain fields, which you don't realize is like, man, God. God can use you. I mean, yeah. there's, man, there's well, there's a such a need for construction workers and welders Dude, right totally. now that they're making a, more than some people that are going to, you know, getting four year degrees. Yeah, um, a lot of money crazy. wasted going to a four year. But think about even kids at home when they go to college, <laughs> like they're gaining knowledge the whole time they're in your house. Let's talk about that bubble. Kids being in your house, that knowledge, but then they they got to use their own wisdom. I can't. Yeah. I'm not going to be, can't be Holy Spirit for them when they're 19. Maybe they do go to college and they've gained knowledge. Mm-hmm. But like what these prisoners are talking about is what our kids are going to have to use. They're going to have to use their wisdom. Uh, yeah. You know, they're going to have to use their wisdom to to listen to God and do what he's saying to do. And I think that's the difference in what we're talking about. You can mm-hmm. have all the knowledge in the world, but you got to seek God about how to do these things to see fruit what's well, like a it's if, so i heard this good example of knowledge and wisdom like the knowledge is like the doctor he's he has knowledge he's a doctor who smokes outside the hospital wisdom would be don't smoke mm, right wow you mm. know but fyi you need to go to a lot of churches and just preach how to make money like, forget <laughs> going to the jail like like i mean that man if i could have someone who's doing the business come and teach me i would listen to that at a well, church to have that in jail be like the best education you could get from someone doing it the reality jared what you're saying is there's a lot of prison there's a lot of people who are not in prison that are imprisoned. I 100%. They're trapped. Yeah. Mm. They don't have, one, they have some 
biblical knowledge based on what they've read ink on paper but they haven't sought after the wisdom let's mm-hmm. read the wisdom scripture with the house thing let's with the let's psalm do it and do it that's perfect time with the it. House okay well that thing. is um that's first kings 425 and it says during the lifetime of solomon solomon is known for what wisdom his wisdom yeah okay during the lifetime yeah. of solomon all all of judah and Israel lived in peace and safety. And from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, every family had their own home and garden. Mm. Every, every family. Every family. And, 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 and that's not a result of, of, of money. It is, but it isn't. It's a result of him choosing wisdom over wisdom. money. And yeah. then a byproduct will be the blessing on your life. Today is uh, the 14th, so I was reading Proverbs chapter 14. I believe it's 14.1. Uh, but it says that a woman through wisdom builds her house. Yeah. Mm. Of course, there's mm. that's referenced in other places, but mm-hmm. but wisdom will build a house, basically. It's mm-hmm. several scriptures. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. Yeah. Mm. And we all have that inside of us by the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can be filled with all spiritual wisdom and natural understanding the knowledge of his will, according to Colossians 1, 9 through 12. Come that's, on. That's a part of Bible being man. filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Those are my filled with the Spirit scriptures because it says yeah. be, be filled with the Spirit, Ephesians 5, 15 through 22 or whatever. It says don't be foolish but be wise too. I know in His will. So if right you there. get filled with the Spirit, mm-hmm. yeah. then what are you filled with? Well, according to Colossians 1, 9 through 12, you're filled with all spiritual wisdom and, natu- and understanding. Well, it's actually mm. understanding in the things in the natural that you have to deal with. you know. Mm. And, the, and so getting back to like teaching your kids about mm. the knowledge compared to wisdom, that's one thing mm. I'm grateful for with my grandmother and my mom. Like, it's funny, uh, the way they raised us, besides the few things you would say for sure you can't watch, but, like, my mom was a single mom, and there's three of us, so she had to be like, you know how to hear the Holy Ghost. You know that scratchy feeling. Work it. Don't do the scratchy mm. feeling. If you get it, just don't do that. Just that's, trust that's that. That's wisdom. And mm. that's wisdom. Yeah. So we didn't have a laundry list. Yeah. The laundry list would be, like, R. Right, know, right, like sure. Certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <clears throat> but whatever, but. But now it's well, funny to well, have a wisdom son. will lead you in the rated G movie. Oh, and get that a had check, bro? garbage that's that had garbage worse. thrown There's into it. There's some stuff, and mm-hmm. that's I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And and to this day, um, and I was able to apply that training yeah. to everything I do in my life. Yeah, from like in, in working with people, show whatever, everything. If like I had a mm. scratch, I'm like, I ain't doing that. And and it's funny to see that right there, being able to discern that. I mean, you can you come out. You come out strong knowing that. And I'm, mm-hmm. what I mean by that is Nathan at one or two is like, yucky. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's dark, dude. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, no, that's fine. I'm like, dude, change it. Like, we're not going to do that or do, we're going to do something else. Like, you follow that feeling. Don't ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you just know that, and that's Keith Moore, Pastor Keith Moore, his green light, you know, being led by the being spirit. Led, right. Mm-hmm. That stink fill of spirit, being led by spirit. And that's why it's so important that we can all do that individually the reason why we have to be able to do it individually, not just corporately, is because of quantum physics, because we are mm. all tied together. And that's the thing the Lord showed me mm. about the glorified like body of Christ. Yeah, I saw it in a group of like 50 people. Mm. The, the will of God, the call of God that we're all called to, we have to individually fulfill our part mm-hmm. to fulfill the body's part. Yeah, mm-hmm. For the body to be fulfilled, share. Sharon in Connecticut yeah. has to fulfill her part. Yeah. For the whole bodies. Yeah. So if you're looking at that naturally, you're like, great. I don't know if I can trust Sharon. Wow. But I can because we have the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Sharon, I love you if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But you're doing good, Sharon. But I'm saying that's important <laughs> that we're all talking about the equipping of ourselves individually hmm. because of the quantum entanglement. We'll be like, what am I talking about? Well, I'm just saying like oh, one that, is all, all is one. And that's what the Lord showed me in this dream. And I saw the glorified body of Christ in like 50 people. And I saw them praising God together. And I saw that as them fulfilling the call of the glorified body of Christ, the group that we're called to be as believers. But then one by one, they would like stroll down and praising the Lord. Mm. And I realized that same commandment for them to be glorified, for us to be who we're supposed to be when Christ comes back and we're going to be Christ. That's, that's Jesus's work, not ours, but he does that through the Holy Spirit to us. But for us to be in that place, that comes down <clears throat> to our individual walk. And that's the same commandment. It's not like the glorified body has one commandment and then we as individuals have one. No, it's the same one. Mm. It's to stay filled with spirit mm-hmm. and stir yourselves up mm-hmm. by speaking to yourselves. 
that that stir yourself mm-hmm. up part can be mm-hmm. really frustrating or annoying mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't so feel like it. Yeah, stir yeah. yourself up. That stir right. yourself up ability. If you can, you do that and you can master that, then you got it. You got it. So it's like Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, praying in the spirit, giving thanks, making melody in your heart, you know, speaking to mm. one another, encouraging one another, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I know I just like quickly went through that. I'm not trying to no, do all good. that. But I'm saying is that's the command. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And and it's the wow. command. And what's cool if we could look at it coming out of our summer camp experience or church experience on Sunday, going Monday back to work, like this, instead yeah. of looking at it as an opposition, look at it as opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm not preaching to you guys right now because I go into it every time looking at it as an opportunity. I'm just self-aware right. and I'm working right. on it. You know, yeah. I'm coming to you like I'm at your level. I'm not saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. It's a constant grind. If yeah. it's like, I have to be self-aware, like, okay, this sucks. I have to yeah. refocus. And that's what we we're talking mm-hmm. about. When we first got here as like husbands, the more you acquire, the more you're responsible for, the more sometimes you can be like, Oh Lord, mm. but like stir yourself up, stir yourself up. And that's your energy, you know, wow. instead of just getting wow. caught in whatever, I mean, you go into all that. No, that's really but, good. But if we can get, cause that's it's real, not us, right? Mm. I mean, first, that's, that's, yeah. that's Monday real, yeah. real talk. Yeah. You know, and I say this cause it's not our job to convince anybody. It's the Holy ghost job, mm-hmm. but, when we all can stir ourselves up and I mean, whatever we're, whatever we're believing for, for this, like last, this move, you know, before Jesus comes back, like you learn to stir yourself up. You can have that encounter anywhere, anytime mm. because of the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus. And mm-hmm. we can, if we can do that privately, when we come together, it's going to be a, it's going to be a banger. You know, if, you know what I mean by the Holy <laughs> ghost, it's going to yeah, be a banger. Yeah. You know, I want to throw this in there because I, I, I was just, I was just seeing this while you were talking, like, you know, when it comes to these guys, maybe I'm not just not saying prisoners, but anybody like uh, new believers, um, you don't have to get saved again. You just need to stir yourself up. I mean, it may feel like you're not saved. Yeah. Uh, yeah, That's why they, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You just need to, we all need to learn, but I'm saying you don't need to get saved again. That's not going to do it. You just need to stir yourself up. Even people have been saved for decades. They need to stir themselves. They up need the to most. stir themselves up the most, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You might think about Jesus's words when he steps into his ministry. He said, "Hey, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because He anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, you know, recovery of sight to the blind, yeah. freedom for prisoners." He's speaking by faith. He's stirring himself up. Dude. Yeah, he's stirring word, himself up. The for, word he was declaring. Yeah, God's call on his life from the beginning. And he knew what it was. You're talking about like it's not. It wasn't a mystery. Yeah. He knew what it was, so yeah. he's saying it by faith. Yeah. He also said by faith, I always do those things that are well pleasing to the Father. Yeah. How could you say that before the Come end on, of bro. your life that I always do? Yeah. You're speaking Stirring by himself faith. Up. Yeah. I mean, now I heard a minister say that Jesus. It's in Luke four in the New Testament, but he was quoting Isaiah, what mm-hmm. you were yeah, yeah, referring yeah. to. Yeah. I heard this minister say that Jesus said that often. Like it wasn't just that one time in mm. Luke, it was recorded mm. there. You know, and I mean, this minister wasn't there, but I, he was mm. saying, he believes the Holy Spirit showed him that. And I agree because that, that, that was like Jesus's go-to. Mm. I'm anointed to do this, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. He, he's called me to do this. This he is my what, ministry. He probably he did that when all the time he'd go off. Remember he would give and minister. He'd go off and he'd pray. He probably and pray? had his core mm. scriptures. He's like, I'm thank you, Lord. That's what yeah. I would do. Thank you, father. So, you have anointed yeah, me. That's good. The, you know, there, that was prophecy fulfilled when he set up and did that. But there should be moments in our life where we're going, this is prophecy being fulfilled. As I totally. sell this sure. property, as I do For this, sure. all these things, like this is prophecy fulfilled with what God created me to do yeah. in my life. And I think so many times the words we use a lot of times they're for us, but our actions are supposed to be for other people. People yeah. are tired of hearing from you. They're tired of hearing stuff over and over and over. What the world wants to see is somebody standing up doing, and it doesn't have to be inside yeah. the church walls, but they want to see people with, of integrity standing up and doing some things. Yeah. And I think that like that's people see that. Well, you know, I'm so thankful, yeah, Matt, for you and Jared both, because, you know, while y'all do a lot of ministry, y'all have also gotten out there and believed God. For you know, because a lot of ministry people have this poverty language. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy the moaning and the groaning and the complaining that goes on inside of the ministry. But uh, but you know, like if we take First Kings, you know, we just bought a home and some property back in 2016. And I'm telling you, I mean, just what you're talking about. I'm thinking right now, that's prophecy fulfilled, mm. right there. That's good. Mm. Wisdom, wisdom will build a house. Now we didn't build mm. it. We bought it uh build is probably next yeah, but, but like israel their houses were built for them yeah. totally 
Mm-hmm. Prophecy fulfilled is what we're saying. We're stirring yes. ourselves up in yeah. the scriptures. Thank you, Father. You're giving me something to do with my hands. Work. Believe in God for business. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did a podcast the other day called Work and Its Reward. We're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, when God put man in, in the garden, he wasn't just interested in fruits, nuts, and grasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the garden was the catalyst to draw the man mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You understand right. what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The calling. The garden was the work the catalyst, mm. the pressure needed to mm. bring out the God image that he invested That's in good. man. He wasn't just growing apples. He was growing men. Refining. Yeah. So who he was supposed mm. to be, right? So a business. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. A, a home, a family. Mm. It's, like it, training. it's work, yeah. Yeah. but it yeah, is a good. blessing because God, what is he doing? He's, he's developing us. Yeah. He, he puts us in this yeah. place. We're, we're short-term minded, but I, I honestly think those things we're talking about, how we deal with our family, how we train our kids, even if the in the world, if we were never somebody that the world would have considered significant, it's a qualifier for what we're going to do in the life to come. Totally. Over yeah. what, what we're over, what we're doing. Yeah. Like, Dude. Matt, you are, you are not just building the fig. Fig's building you. Fig's mm-hmm. a business that he owns. It's not just talking about a tree. Faith in God, <laughs> realty. Hey, if you're coming to Matt, we're, are you still working? Missouri, you still have your license up there? Just Arkansas now. He's okay, so hey. He's like it, one of the best. He bought our if, last house. If things. you're in he Arkansas. Buy it. We bought it. But he, <laughs> <laughs> he buys your house as praise He's God. a realtor that buys it for you. <laughs> Hey, God's big Next enough. level. Yeah. <laughs> no, hey, if you're in the uh, if you're in the Arkansas area, man, you need a realtor. Matt is blessed, dude. We we did a deal where he you saying only by the we no one else with a Holy Ghost hooked up with us. It was it was impossible. God did it. So well, it, it, your house and your house, like mm-hmm. you guys are men of faith, and I happen to know both y'all's stories, yeah. and I know that without your relationship and your sensitivity to hear from holy spirit neither one of you guys would be in the house oh no yeah Mm -mm. but like that's the difference of knowing that god wants you to be blessed and then you guys walking out what you did to be in the houses y'all are in well hey i tell you one thing i didn't want it at first just to be honest i just had to obey but yeah you obeyed i'm just saying yeah but you're glad you're old (laughs) no i'm always like the lord i'll always listen that home that home that is a garden okay and maybe you can articulate that here in a second but But God isn't just interested in just developing a home. He's developing us, and yeah, he puts us right. in this labor. The faith that was yeah, required, Jared, it. for you to get into that labor. place. I mean, that step of faith, you know, I don't have time to tell our story, but, man, the step of faith that was required to go to step into what we have now, uh, What? but what was God interested in? He's just not building mm-hmm. the business. He's not just building this home. He's not mm-hmm. just building a family for family's sake. He's developing us. It is that work that faith project that faith labor the labor of faith Mm -hmm. uh the labor of obedience is catalytic to drawing out the god image the god qualities characteristics dominion all Mm -hmm. that that he's invested in us um he wouldn't have had it any other way now Mm -hmm. we were believing like first kings 4 25 and if you're believing for a home this is a great verse to claim say thank you father and wisdom wisdom will lead me to it wisdom yeah. will draw it don't, to me yes don't look at like your provisions right now look at no you no you can't even consider that, that. I, that's romans 4 abraham didn't even consider limitations like i remember we we're just we rebecca and i would go look at houses and i wouldn't even think how i'm gonna do this like if god wants me to have a house i'll have a house yeah that's how i said because i was like i don't even know i don't even have anything that's where we were man and, and now we're at our, we have our second home we didn't even have the down payment we have our second home now so yeah. i'm just saying uh but yeah like you just it's the wisdom it's not the money yeah. it's the wisdom yeah and that's that's what you have you know so anyways proverbs talks so much about it but so hey wisdom ar- articulate those gardens you have a really good, good well, way of explaining of John this george he started with authority he came here uh, great yeah. city yep. church in here in arkansas pastor justin we're in the golf so anyways hello uh, hello hey. hello everybody uh Come no but pastor him. john george you know um hey pastor you know what's up love you bro He's a big part of my life, actually. Yeah. One time I was in Minneapolis, and I was like living a totally different life, and he just showed up at my work, and he was actually friends with the guy who owned the, oh, wow. the web design firm. The Lord like, said a prophet like, to you. Hmm. He's like, "What are you doing here?" Anyway, so did he have the word of the Lord for him? He just, you know, you know, the Georges, they just look at you and they're just like, "What are you doing here?" You know, he's just like, "What are you doing here?" You know, That's like they're w- very blunt. Willie George's brother. They're very like, yeah. What are you? They just, yeah. They're not. It's like passive. when your mom looks at you; she doesn't have to say anything. Yeah, when you're like, little, you're like. He's like, yeah. He kind of was like. He's like, okay, yeah. sure, buddy. Yeah. 
you know. You probably so, knew. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I hate it here. Uh, no, but he here? preached and he's talking about authority and he's talking about right. the, the authority, like as a believer. And it says in Ephesians who we are in Christ with the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus, what that meant when Christ says, go out the for all authorities been given unto you, go out therefore how to apply that. So if you want a good, like summarization of it, um, miss Billy Brim has a mini book called authority of the believer and how to oh, use it. Yeah. So it's at billybrim.org. You can get it there. Um, that's my grandmother too. So. Uh, I love you, Mimi. So he's talking about the authority you, that you have. The you have that you can. It's not like I can be like in Jesus' name, go get me a coke at the Texaco right now, Pastor Justin Goff. Like I can't control people, <laughs> but like, what do I have the ability to, you know, can to speak over and speak the authority over? And those are things that are given unto me, delegated unto me by the Holy, by the mm. Lord. So those things are your home life. Mm. your ministry life and your business life in that order mm -hmm. home ministry mm -hmm. business in that order ministers in that in order, that order yeah. home guard so i took it as a garden a garden yeah so i was like okay home garden ministry garden and business garden because it's just connecting it with adam and how important it was that he was to tend that garden i mean as men as men we're all anointed to be some a gardener if not physically spiritually like it's tending. husbandry yeah isn't that funny Mm, yeah. These things funny, like, oh, you have a garden. Well, you kind of, it's funny if you have a son, you realize the difference between a boy and a girl. Like, the boys are from the dirt, so they get in the dirt. <laughs> mm, Compared to the girls, true. they're not like that. And no. I'm totally ripping off Kim Blunt, uh, things he's taught. Yeah. Nicodemus from Gospel Bill, Kim Blunt, and Miss Trudy have the best messages on like things like this and family. I'm just ripping off the whole Church on the Move family right now. I'm pulling from all you guys. But, like, he was talking about just being a gardener and all these things. So I just took that for years with my first home. And as I was in more business and thing, I was just tending. Just that was my focus, my why, yeah. keeping my why in front of me. Like, okay, tending, doing all that. And, yeah. and long story short, and just home ministry, business, casting the cares of that, speaking peace and shalom, and Goshen, you know, being in that. And... Um, so from there now, just well, you, see you the were, Lord you enlarge were faithful. You, yeah. you were faithful. Well, see, before it was that staying filled, and then he added being filled while tending these gardens. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then now, mm -hmm. it's, now he enlarged my tent. Mm -hmm. So, and literally our new home, the, I kid you not, I did this for a couple of years, and I said this last podcast, 2003 or whatever, what number it was. But he, the, Lord, the, the address to my, what camera, that camera? The yeah. address to my house is Eden Point. Yeah, dude. Like, you can't make that up, bro. And we didn't even realize it until halfway through the you process. You can't make what? that That's up. What? That's the Lord's been. So anyways, mm. we, all, we all have those things, a home ministry and business. If you think I don't have a ministry, you all, we're all called ministers. So your home, ministry, and business, and what are you doing? What are those in your life right now? Mm. Um, so That's good, just man. Be, but whatever. Yeah, I love how he articulates that. Yeah. And you were you faithful in tending that garden. And, and y'all recently moved. So that's why this is so of, yeah. of interest and the Lord blessed y'all. Uh, but then he moved you out there on Eden Point. Like just, mm. I mean, only God did that, dude. I know. Like Every he's like, boom, man, you were faithful in, in a revelation. Like it wasn't just knowledge. Like you, that was a revelation to you. Yeah. Tend these areas. For sure. Be faithful in these areas. Prioritize in that order these, these things. You were faithful uh, in what you had and God Man, dude, he like well, quadrupled you know, it. I'm not, I mean, I mean you, you say faithful. It's like, I'm awesome. It's like, you're a faithful. You're awesome. You well, are I'm awesome, I'm self-aware. You're so awesome. I'm self-aware and I'll go to the Lord <laughs> and I'm not perfect and the Lord will deal with me and I'll like, okay, thanks. But I'm always going to God, no yeah. matter what I feel or how inconsistent or consistent mm. I am. I always go to God by the blood of Jesus. It says in Hebrews, come to him boldly yeah. with confidence through the blood of Jesus. I have to not do that often. We all do. So I just do that. And I just, I thankful in the morning for his mercies, thankful for his faithfulness at night. I just get up every day. I can't, I can't not do that. And there might be, if I miss it, I'll go, God, I'm sorry. I just, I'm constantly going to him. Yeah. So being able to do that and him make those mm. adjustments. And let me just be straight up with you as he enlarges our tents per se, tents meaning like things he's given unto us my home. Your responsibilities. Stuff. Yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah. If I don't stay stirred up by the yeah. spirit, it's, it's just a lot. Like stirred up That's and the in the habit of casting cares. Yes. If you, if I don't do that as my tent enlarges, it becomes like heavy. Yeah. Mm. So it's like this constant for me, it's like this, oh man, oh, stir myself up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And I see someone like my grandmother, people who operate all these high level ministry, 
they're always on it dude yeah. when i started working more in the ministry it kind of felt like that. you've seen this yeah, uh, you don't crazy. you don't have to tell us all, all, all be, the behind the scenes but you have seen something that she's legit yeah like i just have one piece of the pie and i remember when they hired me and i took over this one thing and i felt physically i was driving back from work I'm like oh my god wow. like i kind of felt it more right yeah, like, yeah yeah oh just the heaviness of like responsibilities and like people's lives and like stuff. don't screw this up yeah and like well thinking mm. of other people like i saw closer mm. like oh she's responsible for a lot of people and all this stuff mm. yeah i was like oh my gosh and the, so i felt all this but <clears throat> that's one piece and she's got like a million pieces yeah mm. and like she you she's, you felt how heavy one oh my piece gosh, was shard mm. one shard of a sheet of glass <laughs> one shard bro so I, you know, to one way to learn is watching by the example of others, bad or good. Yeah. So I just want to imitate her. those, right? Whew. But like, it's done by faith, ain't done yeah. by feelings. Mm -hmm. you know? Oh so man. Mm -hmm. You know. So it's like, crazy. like, you know, you, you, I mean, you've seen it firsthand. Uh, totally different perspective than anybody else because your family, but yeah. of literally just staying light, casting the care, walking in love. Yep. You know, like she's tending Miss Billy, Doctor Billy. Like there's a personal garden of keeping our heart clean. Mm -hmm. She does that. That's her number one garden. It's her prayer her time number one in the garden. morning. Right. Don't mm -hmm. try to call her in the morning or whatever. Like certain times, that's her. Right. It won't matter. She won't answer. But like, and I've been with her when I was a keeping little kid. Keeping those weeds out. When I was a little kid, because she's been rolling like this since the 80s. Yeah. So it blows my mind. She's 83 now. Yeah. She's like going extra hard in the paint. Yeah. She's about to go to Israel. Yeah. Like a G. She's like, wants to see this as equal where if it happens. She she's wants like, to be over there. <laughs> she was saying that's a blessing to be in Israel at the time that, of war. She's, mm -hmm. she's in the will. So it's like, not everyone's supposed to do that. But I remember when I was a little kid and, and she'd go have her Bibles. I, one time I got stuck with her for two weeks because of an ice storm. It was horrible. Not when I was with her, but she had me doing cutting wood. I was like, she had she, you working. She, she had me working. And, uh, but I remember, don't mess with her in the morning. She'd That's go why her, you turned she'd go out, in her bro. room and then she'd come out crying, like, minister to the <laughs> Lord. I was like, man, she's really like stirring herself up. Like, she's mm. consistent. And you I, saw it. It's real. I saw it my whole life. I saw it with examples of like offense things. Growing up in ministry, you can see things where you're going to see people be people. And it's not just in church, it's in human history. It's just life. Life. Yeah. Flesh. And she never, she did what she preached, you know? Yeah. But then when I, when I, when they hired me, then I saw the business side of it. Then mm -hmm. I saw her ability to cast. It's just, she's consistent. It's just amazing to see it. Cause it's done, again, it's done by faith. Like you cannot look what's in front of you. You know, we were just talking about houses, just the idea of like, Oh, if I get a house and do all this, all the like maintenance, that. the yeah, upkeep, like if the you, if you just, bills. if you're going to go by wisdom and go by peace, you just operate that every day, whatever you need, it'll be there. But dude, it's everyday faith every day. Sometimes brother Hagen, it's fun. Sometimes it's not. Well, we said this, that, you got you're you're where you're at now because you've practiced these truths and blessing has come in mm -hmm. but to keep it and to maintain it you you can't go into the flesh you've got to keep working yeah. the things that brought yeah. it in in the first place which is hard because to maintain it is in the flesh mm -hmm. like I, what i mean by tending it is a physical yeah you gotta get out there thing. and mow the yard but then if you just stay there and you go home and then your kids are screaming you know like if you want to test your flesh <laughs> get in a car on the highway if you have three plus kids, have them scream and feel what that feels like. And you're, yeah. it's like the world saying, yeah, you want to slam on the brakes. You was <laughs> like, yeah. that's how sometimes my son, he's just like, Arr! I'm like, yeah, like, okay, what are you gonna, that's life. Like, yeah. how are you going to, you know, after what a is? long day of work, you know what that is, right? That's the Lord blessing you with the opportunity to develop patience. That's what I'm saying. It's oh, it's so let gross. patience have its perfect it's so, work. Oh man, like why do we have to go there? Just be obey all the time. Well, because we don't start out fully developed in patience. I wish we did. Mm -hmm. I wish we did. But see, all this stuff what we're saying is this kind of resistance, this working it out, is literally that's what it's doing. Mm -hmm. It's causing us to grow. We are growing. Yeah, we are developing. We're talking about different levels of faith when you. When you think back, even us going back earlier in the conversation, talking about knowledge and wisdom, the first time you hear the good news, you know, faith comes about hearing, you hear that and you take a step out and you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Well, imagine your spirit man as a physical being. Is he in shape or not? Well, that mm. was your first level. But what Jared's talking about is later on, sometimes you get the wisdom before you get the knowledge. You just move to a place without even knowing the why. 
and these are different levels. That's, so that's why that's I think as, I think as the years come on, uh, you're going to see more and more why you're in that strategic location yeah. because yeah, you are at a different level of faith than the first time yeah. with your relationship oh, it's with strategic. God. And so if your spirit man is 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 you know you know you go to the gym you get you you have resistance that's how you build yeah. muscle yeah. you think about that first that salvation to being able to step out well there's a journey in between the two mm-hmm. and god n- n- couldn't have really even led you to do some of those things if you weren't willing to do it just off the wisdom without the knowledge that's wow. a different level of faith yeah it's because harder. because wow. you, it's because hard. you had more yeah. resistance as you went on and I think at the end of our life, we start doing things without having to know the why. And that's why we, yeah. you just, you're just you being led by the Spirit. But as a baby, you know, my kids, they go off of trusting me, keep them safe. There's so many things that they're not able to do on their own, right. but they one day will be able to uh, by spending time with me. I yeah. that time with God that, that, that he's sharpening us. That we have those situations of resistance that we can use our faith on. Mm. We go, man, I'm coming up because God's going to be able to lead me to do these things. I'm going to do it by faith. And years later, I see, wow, that's why you did that. That's why you moved me there. That's yeah. why you did those things. And that's when we have to operate by faith. Wow. Wow. You know, I love that. I'll add this because when we acquire the new house, it's you know what my comfort level is? Just be honest with you. My comfort level would be just be like, thank you, Lord, for this thing and not have to think about it again. Right. Thank you, Lord, for this blessing and just move on to the next thing. Yeah. What really stinks to my flesh, but I'll always obey. I told Lord that. So it's whatever. And I'm always thankful. So thanks, God. But he moves, it's like he moves <laughs> me in this new house. Then we get this bill for propane. Propane doesn't even really heat the house. So I was like, okay, I'm not like a wood handsman person, like a handyman. These guys are. But you're uh, becoming one. I'm like, oh my God, there's this wood boiler. I had to figure out this like hardy wood boiler. I don't know anything from anything. And I had to replace two parts. Yeah. And I swear there were times <laughs> where I feel like I was physically crying. I was like, I don't know what to do. This is going. I'm like, it made me because of me obedience. It made me have to mm. press in God more mm-hmm. for the answer. Right. Instead of just being like, oh, I know what to mm-hmm. do. I know how to do this. Like that's not the growth. The growth's not in yeah. my comfort. Yeah. The growth was like, yeah. Stretching. I was, dude. Yeah. There was a. It was like a. It's been pretty cold and snowy this year, and like we've had three major snows. Dude, and I and there was one time Jesus I loves like us. physically like broke down. I was like, I can't take another part. Mm. God, it's so annoying. But I trust you, you know. And then he helped me with it. And now yeah. that whole situation, I got to replace. Got a good. I was leaning on you, mm. leaning on other yeah. people in our community, reaching Hallelujah. out, and the Lord brought all the work. But that was so Hallelujah. uncomfortable. That thing, and there's other mm-hmm. things. And now it's fine. I now I know it. Yeah. But yeah. that process of wisdom put God putting me there without the knowledge wow. meant I had to trust Him for that knowledge exactly. in that moment, yeah. and that was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I yeah. had to be really pressed in. Yeah. That wow. really was hard. But now it's wow. easy, and now I don't need that knowledge anymore because I I acquired it. But I'm yeah. sure it's going to be. Other oh, things, yeah. Without, without now, the knowledge, that process of gaining the knowledge with the yeah. that that's, that's hard. Yeah. that's hard. That's hard. You're gonna physically. go on to the next, yeah, level. But what you learned was in this in this seemingly like, wow. If I don't get this, this whole thing, you know, is dependent on this understanding here. Trusting in Him for that wisdom, you you broke barriers, man. Yeah, Hallelujah. You do, and I think one thing like. As word of faith people, I think sometimes we f- we leave out like we feel like we're going against the grain if we say something was hard. But part of that resistance well, we'd be is lying, what, wouldn't we? I <laughs> mean, if we don't say that, we would be well, lying. It's well, tough. It feels it, hard. It feels hard. My, it feels hard. My pastor, you know, Brother Morris says that we fight the good fight of faith to enter into rest yeah. as we go yeah. through the battle. Right. So the, yeah. The, yeah, the, 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 good, the good fight of faith is to enter into rest. Yeah. But he's not discounting that it is a fight. It yeah. is a fight. It is a no, resistance. It, is. it builds muscle. So what I mean, though, is, is I think sometimes we can paint ourselves to where somebody says, well, oh, I, we don't need to make it to where somebody feels like, oh, that it's glorifying us that, oh, I could never get to that place for what they did. It was by the grace and glory of God. Both of you guys got your houses. But you did have to work that muscle of faith to get We it. haven't started the talking fight, about your house, bro. <laughs> the, fight was, the fight, though, was rest. Like, so what what does it mean the what's the the op, so what what would i be comfortable in the what's opposite of rest so toil and worry why would that yeah. be there because whatever you're in right now you don't know what to do and but you have to fight for rest why would yeah. you have to fight for rest what's fighting against you not to rest whatever yeah. obstacles in yeah. front of you yeah right. so there is yeah. the battle there 
You know so what I mean? rest would be getting into that place trusting where the promise of God, trusting Him, right? Where wisdom flows, mm-hmm. yeah, understanding that, flows. That's where it comes mm-hmm. from. All that, all that supernatural, yourself, by the way. That's all that comes from the stir yourself up, and that's what you're supposed to do first. Not come up with some program or solution that comes after the being filled. And I wow. think so, I think we can get in the good fight of faith, the good fight of faith to fight the circumstances. And God's like, no, you don't have to necessarily fight the That's circumstances. Good. you got to stay in. The yeah. fight is to maintain that your garden of, of peace inside yeah, and to good. go, look, we'll walk through this by faith, but mm. you got to stay in rest mm. because faith isn't oh, fearful. Man. We don't have a spirit of fear. It doesn't have anxiety. It's not frustrated. So I always, I always tell my kids, you can't control everything that happens around you, but you can control how you react to it. Yeah, right, That's something right. I tell them almost every week when they, I can see, uh, you know, if I see anxiety come up in her, I'll see something. Now remember, God didn't call you to control everything around you, but he did call you to manage mm. how you react to this right now. I remember in one situation, we got a, a, a bad report. It was a medical thing with Madison when she was little. And uh, I, I remember I was going to open my mouth, and um, she had to go in to Ch- Children's Hospital in Little Rock, and uh, they were saying that she had some things that you know could end up you know taking her her life. And so I uh, I remember the doctor came in and told us some things, and I looked at Kim and I opened my mouth, and the Holy Spirit arrested me. Dude. He said, "Be careful. Whoa, the next on. words that come out of your mouth will determine where you're headed down this path." brother and i shut up and i said praise god and and that was the fight of faith to yeah, stay into rest because my yeah. words were going to be fear they were going to be anxiety and check yeah. this out man the lord turned that situation around and the next trip we had to little rock to children's uh we ended up spending most of the day at the zoo in little rock because she was completely healed come everything. on brother but god man holy spirit arrested me he said hang on now i can work with where you decide you're going to react to the situation so god was telling me I can work with how you react mm. to this situation. Mm. And man, that stuck with me. Whoa. Anytime he something can goes work on with, with how the, you react. That's right. That's right. Wow. Well, that's what, uh, wow. It's funny. Listening to glorious church, pastor chip brim. Yeah. Um, uh, again, my own family, uncle I chip, know, I don't even need to like pull on all my family strings here, but he has a really good message on words, the power of your words and uses the, well, David, you got a great family. David, kind of David and we all do right. My faith, David and Goliath. <laughs> I love you guys. Don't hate me. <laughs> David and Goliath and how the power of your words and um, the fact that if you go to anywhere in the world, that number one Bible story, if you not went to church, who everyone knows David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Why? If you look at it, David says to Goliath, and all the world shall know. Mm. Oh, wow. He didn't just mm. mean generations he or that decade. put it out there, didn't he? He said, all mm. the world will know. And boom, history shifted. Boom, in the mm. power of your words. Yeah. And he then gave the example when my Uncle Terry, he's a Mr. Uh, nerd science guy. Yeah. Went to school for like all the nerd science stuff. And the Lord, he was going to the Lord. He's like, why Why isn't, who, everyone's been there. Like, why isn't your promises? Why aren't things working for me? And the Lord spoke to him that night, had an encounter with God. And he said, I have spiritual laws just like I have natural law. Mm. And because of these laws, they sometimes, even my own believers, my own children, they'll work against them. Mm-hmm. And he's just took, he said, the stronger the acid, the stronger the base, when you put it together, mm. the stronger the reaction. But it's a law. If you mix an acid with the base, there's going to be a chemical reaction. Vinegar, baking soda. Yeah, do the volcano But thing. he's like, the stronger the acid, the stronger the base, the stronger the reaction. He's like, I'm, like, I'm the, I don't know if he said his, your faith is like the acid or yeah, he's like the acid, his word, but then you're the base, like your faith. Mm. And he's like, that's, that reaction will happen. Sometimes it's slower. Sometimes mm. not. But he's like, if you, he, and he said some of his, some of his um, law, spiritual laws are giving and receiving. Right. You know, uh, uh, Mark eleven twenty three. 23, who say into this mountain, believe with heart. He said, those things do dude. not belong to just believers. Those are spiritual laws. Just like there's natural law of gravity. If I say, hey, let's go on the top of this church right here and jump, jump off, off, which I used to do when I was little, so it might be fun. I used to mm. jump off roofs and stuff. I don't know why I did that. I'm not doing it. No. But I'm saying, so hey, let's yeah. just trust God, though. Let's just believe God, an right. angel or yeah. whatever. Well, the natural law is gravity. It doesn't matter if you're a believer or not. It was yeah. just <clears throat> saying about the 
the spiritual law mm-hmm. and applying that, those things and sticking with your words, like the fact that God sets something up in his promises, but it's like in power of your words and your belief and faith, mm-hmm. the fact that can hurt you if you're using it for, fe- for fear and doubt. And I mean, Come everyone on. knows this who's in our circle and stuff. But there's plenty of, if you like hang out with any successful business people, believe it or not, like they're applying these truths. Millionaires, business yeah. owners, they're all applying yeah. it. They're yeah. living it. They're working laws to their they're working own the advantage. Laws. They're unseen yeah. laws, but they're working them. Absolutely. Hey, I want to add this verse in there real quick. I don't, don't, don't no, lose your train of thought. It, but because what, you know, we've added this, this thing of we're, we're, we're building, we're tending. Proverbs 14, one, it says the wise woman builds her house, but the foolish woman pulls it down with her own hands. We could say this, they tear it down with their words. Mm. So, you know, part, part of what we're doing is staying consistent in uh, speaking what he is saying, going over those promises. That's part mm. of stirring ourselves yeah, up is sure. speaking sure. into the thing that he's led us into, speaking into the home. We've, we've used that. Mm. Speaking into the business, speaking into the operations or whatever. You know, we, we have animals. That was one of the things that the Lord put on our heart and i'm telling the boys every time we're over there doing the chores we're going to bless those animals mm-hmm. our cows are blessed our chickens are blessed mm-hmm. our animals are blessed mm-hmm. in the name of jesus why he gave us that work yeah. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to pull that down with my own hands mm-hmm. i'm going to stay consistent in in developing that tending it one one way we tend mm-hmm. is with our words come on the very breath of god was creative that's how we're here right now the very breath that God spoke with created. And you think about this, our words and who we say God is in our life is who we allow God on who he's going to be to us in our life. Think about the man who said, mm. oh, I knew you were a hard master, and he buried everything Dude. God gave him. And, God's, and, and God said, well, according to your own words, that's what you're going to get that's out of this life. That's everything, that scripture passage. You should read that. That whole passage yeah. is kind of what we're talking about. Dude, Absolutely. listen, God was blessing us with a home. That's, mm-hmm. that's who God was to us. Mm. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. God, God will demonstrate himself. And in that mm. parable right there, mm-hmm. he said, well, because that's how you th- think of me, here's my response. Ooh, you should have put good. that in the oh, bank cool. so that you would have, uh, based yes. on your perspective of me, wow. notice what he said. He said, you've, not, you've dishonored me twice. Think of this. The breath. Yeah, the breath you see that? God created us with. That's how we were created. Don't think of that it's money that they buried. What if it was their words they didn't do anything with? Yeah, dude. Because the very breath we use, what that yeah. we speak with. But I think both of you guys with the houses, it started with you believing that he was exceedingly abundantly above. Because that's who to, he was to us. Because that's who he was to you already in your oh, heart. Thank you, Jesus. You know you know who he, he else is to me? He's he's payoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's debt canceller. That's a, that sounds almost like he who began a good work and you will see it through to the end. Yeah, a perfect his good, acceptable, perfect. We talked about this in church yesterday. Perfect meant complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not like we see perfect because God's plan is perfect. Yeah. But the, we that we think that mm. means we can't make mistakes. But if you look at the people in the Word, thank you, Jesus. His yeah. plan was perfect because it was complete. Now we determine whether or not. And I like what Clay says. He says, God's not in control. He's in charge. He's in charge. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because because that makes it to where his mission will be completed. But we're going to determine with our heart and words whether we're going to be part of it or not. Mm. Hey, guys. He gave me free will to to bail out. This is. Ben, yeah, I'm Can glad. I cap I'm, that I'm, off I'm glad you didn't. I, I, I was going to say <laughs> Go we're ahead. about out of time here, so uh-uh. give Don't us a, give us the closing thought, Jared. <laughs> give us a scripture. Can you give pull us the closing thought. Passage, Pastor. Yep. Hebrews thirteen twenty and twenty one. Just read that, and then we'll say nothing. He- Hebrews thirteen twenty. Hebrews thirteen twenty. Yeah, and twenty one. Here's a scripture to think about. Yeah. Do you have a favorite translation? Uh, here, here we go. Bible Hub. All right, let's pick one here. Now may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep. So pause. Right here, God is making an oath on the blood of Jesus by what he, the new covenant. So God's make by the, by the blood, he just takes an oath there. These are oaths kind of declarations in a word study. Go ahead. Okay. So what will he? what is he swearing that he's going to do? He says, now may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the, the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood. Oh, got to go on so to the next again, verse. So he's reassuring that he's he's making the same God who did this will do this thing next. Yep. Thing. May he equip you 
with all you need for doing his will. Come on. Through who? Uh, may he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ. That's right. Every good thing that is pleasing to yeah, him. There you go. Through mm. Jesus Christ. See, this is what I'm saying. God, God, God had already preordained these gardens, but it wasn't just for growing vegetables. It was for growing you and me mm. and, and, and you. Listen, he's, he, he's not just growing fig realty, although that's a byproduct. Exactly. He's growing you, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Master over 10 cities, Mr. Fay. I'll, I'll just I'll shut it off there because I know you're out of time. Ah, okay, guys. Hey, look, thank you so much. Listen, uh, real real quick here, guys. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. Tell us how people can get a hold of what you're doing. Then, Jared, give us some information on how people can reach out to you. All my, you could just search Fig Realty. It's got all my information on it. You can also hit us up on Facebook or, or Instagram. Okay. Uh, yeah, hit, uh, if you can want to, you can Jared Hull, J-A-R-E-D-H-O-U-L-E. Dot com, you can see what I do. JaredHool.com. This guy's on website. Yeah. Well, sure. And you get my cell phone pretty easy if you just Google it. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in. This has been the Grace for This City podcast. Hey, if we can join with you, partner with you in prayer, we would love to do that. Send us an email, hello at gracecitychurch.tv. That's hello at gracecitychurch.tv or call us 870-741-9099. Also, I want to give a big shout out to those uh, who have financially partnered with us. Thank you so much. There's a little bit of cost that goes along with this, and you've helped us get this podcast in to the nations. If you'd like to participate with that, if you're in the United States, you can text to give 84321. That's 84321. Just follow the prompts. Go to the website, gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give or snail mail. P.O. Box 7, Harrison, Arkansas, 72602. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, my friends, be blessed.